Um, so why don't you turn your Bibles over to Deuteronomy 8. So this morning I want to talk about security. Um, it's something that we all are constantly thriving for in every aspect of our life, right? So you want to be secure in who you are and as a person. You know, when people are making fun of you, you don't care because you're secure, right? And you're secure in your finances and like a tree fell on my house, but it's okay because I got the money to cover it. You know, and like all this stuff, right? We constantly are striving for every different type of security, right? And I think it's been coming up a lot in my life lately because I've been thinking about my new baby, right? And so thinking about security and safety and what does that mean and how do I protect him and all, and the smallest cry means, oh, we have to rescue him from himself. You know, like all these different things, right? And you're constantly worried about, worried may not even be the right word, but you're constantly on edge thinking about different things, trying to control different things. Um, this is, uh, well, I may need some help, Iona, because it, it seems like it disconnected. This is little Zeke, man. That he's cute as can be. Alright, show me my next one. And he's already flexing. Boom. Look at him go. Right? And so we're worried about these things, right? We gotta make sure that we've got our finances set so that way in 20 years he's not gonna wanna go to college, but we've already secured him a place. You know, and all these different things that you're making sure to take care of. Right? But at this time, this time we're talking about remembering Jesus' life and who he is and wanting to imitate that in our life, right? Was Jesus worried about his financial status? Was Jesus worried about what people thought about him? Did Jesus care about pretty much anything? He only cared about one thing. He cared about God, right? Turn. Uh, I already got you in, uh, oh, hold on, before that. So I want you to consider all those things that we talked about, right? So Jesus and his wealth. Jesus literally had no wealth, right? We're concerned about what people think about us. And the people that he went to serve hated him, right? At any moment, he had the power to change that, right? Because that's another thing we're constantly worried about is being in control of ourselves and our situation, right? And he's going to the cross and he's like, 10,000 angels. I could literally light this world on fire. He's got a machine gun in his back pocket while these guys got knives, right? At any moment, this whole world could change, right? But that wasn't what he had his security in either, right? Because his security was making sure that God's plan was taken care of. And I think that is like such a cool thing. We do this to remember him. We remember the life that he led. We remember what was important to him, right? We're constantly putting our lives and comparing our lives to his. And, you know, it talks about remembering and it talks about remembering over and over. And I, I, oh, for the longest time, for the longest time, I don't think I understood or appreciated the value of the Old Testament. But over and over and over and over again, the Old Testament talks about remembering and remembering God and remembering where you came from, remembering your people. Um, it talks about it in the New Testament, too. So it talks about in the Old Testament, it talks about going before Pharaoh and remember God before you go before Pharaoh. Uh, remember God because he has, forget, he has forgotten your sins. Remember your God for what he has done for you. 
the classic scripture in Deuteronomy 6 where it talks a lot about remembering God and writing him um, his precepts on your door frames on your fence posts and uh, talking about them when you get up and when you lie down and talking about them walk around along the road. Um, pretty much all of Deuteronomy from 6 to about 11 or 12, all of that is about remember me, remember what I did for you, right? So we're going to read this section in Deuteronomy 8, verse 11. And it says, Take care, lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his command and his rules and his statutes, which I commanded you today, least when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply, and your silver and gold is multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart will be lifted and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of your house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, who brought you water out of that flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. Beware, lest you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hands have gotten me my, this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. This is where our security comes from, right? This is what he remembered. This is what Jesus thought about constantly. He was connected to the one who had all the power, and he didn't need it. He was connected to the one who could get him all the wealth, so he didn't need it. He was connected to the one who ruled the whole earth, so who cares what other people think? And I think that's something that I'm really trying to focus on lately. And it's, it's constantly been brought before me lately, honestly. It's constantly put in my face that I am not secure in God. That I tell myself that I am the one who used my hands and my power has gotten me this wealth. That's what I do, right? Because I want to be strong enough and I want to take control and I have control of the situation and I have what people think of me. Like that's up to me, but it's not. And so this morning, I want you to focus on this is what God cares about. This is God's heart. Let's pray. Heavenly Father God, you are a wonderful and awesome God. Father, you are the rock and the firm foundation. Father, you are what everything else is built upon. God, I want to bow before that, Father. I want to put all of myself before that. Just as that song said, Father, I surrender all. I surrender all of my heart. I surrender all of my money. I surrender all of my power. I surrender everything around me to you, Father, because you are the one that matters. Father, I pray to get my security from you just as Jesus did. And in your son's name, amen.
service for the offering. And I told myself this morning that I wasn't going to do anything Batman. And I couldn't help it. I just couldn't help it. So bear with me. This is it. I'm going uh, to play a clip right quick. And this is from Batman Begins. It's at the very end of the movie. Follow along and then I'll come up and talk for a second about it. <clears throat> Rebuild it. Just the way it was, brick for brick. 
just the way it was, sir. Yeah, why? I thought this might be a good opportunity for uh, improving the foundations. In the southeast corner. Precisely, sir. Alright, so it's such a fun clip. I love this movie. Anyways, so what happened was his house got burned down, right? And so this is the next day, literally the next day, and he's going through the ashes and the rubble of his house. And girlfriend shows up, right, and says, what are you going to do? And he smiles. Tell me how secure you are in your finances when your entire mansion burns to the ground and you smile about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is, like, the least concerned. Within hours, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to rebuild. You know? I think that is something that I actually strive for. I don't say that, right? I don't think about that. I don't go for that. But I'm constantly thinking about how I can secure up my boundaries, right? And how can I make my finances work for me? And three weeks ago, a little bit ago, JD did this lesson on money. And I did not really realize, I've always thought, you know, I'm not poor. But I never realized the amount of wealth that I actually really have when you consider the population, and even just in America, right? And then directly after that, that Wednesday night, we have a Bible discussion as a family group, and Darius is talking about what's the thing that Jesus talks about the most, the absolute most that Jesus talks about. And it was money. And I didn't believe that. I was like, there's no way this is true. But it's more than love. It's more than the kingdom of God. He talks about money. And I think it makes sense. It makes total sense because it is, there's there's such a trap to it. It opens so many doors. It makes things so much easier. And you're thinking, I can use this money for God. Just wait. Once I'm a billionaire, you know what I'm going to do for God. I'm going to reinvest in myself so I can be two billionaires. And then I go, then I'll help God. But you don't tell yourself that, right? It's always once I reach this point, then I will serve. Then I will give. Um, and it's really been hitting me lately. Our family did our first ever full day Sabbath, right? No cooking, no cleaning, no emails, no nothing. The, we started that afternoon at six o'clock. Okay. We have two different bank accounts. One of them is like our everything bank account. And then one of ours is like, uh, like a larger bill bank account. Okay. And so I have been locked out of my online banking. So I was like, I'll swing by and check the ATM, find out how much money's in there on my way home. Absolutely makes good sense, right? So I'm on my way to go start Sabbath and I check the bank account. And in the bank account, there's a minus $200. But guess what? There's nothing I can do about it because I've started Sabbath and I can't fix this problem now. And I literally was struggling. It was such a fight to me to be like, nope, nope, I'm starting Sabbath. God is in control. That will handle itself. We're going to work this out. And it was literally something that I had to battle. 
instead of it being something like, yeah, God's in control, I got this. You know what I mean? I think that's something that I really want to think about with our offering, with our money, that God is always in control. And that offering should come naturally. Offering should be easy because it's obvious that he's in control at all times. Let's pray. Heavenly Father God, thank you for being in control. Thank you for giving us an opportunity, Father, to show how in control you are. A constant reminder, Father. Father, I pray, Father, that we give from our hearts, Father, not from our finances, not from the money that we have, but from the money that we do not have because we are secure in you, Father. Thank you for being an awesome God and giving us this blessing. Thank your son's name. Amen. Yeah.